welcome to another episode of Sex, Love, and Injectables. I'm your host, Heather, and we are now in October of Jumanji, aka 2020, of this super shitty shit show. I haven't met anybody yet that has said that this year has been good for them. So I just want to start this by asking, are you guys doing okay? I don't just... And this could be reflective of myself. I'm not okay. Nobody asked, but I just want to see if you guys are doing okay. Cause honestly, I haven't seen any like basic white bitch post of the time has gone by so fast, live your life, blah, blah, blah. Everybody is ready for this year to end ever. Like I haven't met one person that's like, no, I'm really enjoying this year. N- no, I'm drowning in like a fiery liquid water of like sea death and it's ter- it's terrible. So I believe that's called lava. Is it lava? Fiery, the fiery liquid sea death. Believe <laughs> to think that's magma. Thank you for thank you for that because I'm like I don't even know what it's called, but it's hot and it's uncomfortable and it hurts. That's what 2020 is for me. And to the point where like for New Year's Eve this year People normally toast the year with champagne, and I really think that this year I'm just going to shoot tequila to numb the pain that was caused by 2020. And you guys are more than welcome to join me. And, you know, some people might say it's a not healthy coping mechanism. I say fuck them. I do what I want after this year. So moving on, um, this year, or not this year, this month, we're in October. October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So I just wanted to bring some, uh, I don't know, this is a good opportunity for the gentlemen that have a woman in your life that's comfortable with this. Make sure that you listen to that last part. Make sure you're not just a random dude. This is a good opportunity to make sure that your woman does the self breast check every month. So ladies, if you're without a man... I'm sure you can find a guy anywhere that's willing to do this for you or just make sure you do this for yourself. Uh, It is also ADHD Awareness Month, and I was going to write more about that, but I got distracted by so many things. (laughs) Was that the worst joke in the world? (laughs) I'm not going to quit my day job, but I really like I I thought about that joke earlier. I'm like, people are going to laugh so hard at this because I'm so funny. Anyway, so last week we spoke with Stacy Danford, who is an amazing neuroscientist. She works on rewiring your brain so that you can have more of your own happiness that you cause and not try to find happiness with others, which is something that I know I need. And I know several of you guys definitely need that as well. Um, you know, if you have a brain that has as much baggage as mine, you need a Stacy in your life. So, uh, you know, if you haven't listened to that show, make sure that you do. She's amazing. I hope to have her on again, but she's a very handy person to have in your life again, whenever you have, a you know, a void that you're trying to fill like myself. So, uh, we are finishing ish the Enneagram series. I appreciate you guys for sticking with me through this whole deal. Um, There's nine types of the Enneagram. We are now on type eight. And I'm not going to lie to you as a type three. Once we talked about me, I was like over it. (laughs) Like We've already finished the show. But that, you know, I want to give credit to all the other types out there. Um, If you have not listened to any of the Enneagram podcast and this is your first time, please make sure you go back and listen, even if you're not those types, because it helps you to relate to other people. 
Um, and if you don't know, Enneagram is a personality test that just teaches you how you think, how you feel and why you respond the way that you respond. And, and you know, it just, I've mentioned this before. I am definitely not an expert in this field. I probably should not be even talking about it in the manner to which I'm talking about it, but I've learned so much, uh, about myself and about my friends and just people on the street. I, I feel like I could be one of those people that you could pay to like tell your fortune now in the Enneagram series because I've learned so much. So make sure to listen to those shows if you haven't. And again, we are talking about type eight today. It's going to be short and sweet because it's just myself and I am not a type eight. In fact, I don't relate to a type eight at any point. We fight each other. Um, we challenge each other. In fact, the type eight is called the challenger. They are known for being powerful, dominating, self-confident, decisive, willful, and confrontational. And if you're around a type three, confrontation is like a challenge accepted situation. So we tend to butt heads, which is why I don't have a guest for today's show. Uh, eights feel like they must control their environment especially people they typically have problems or wait, sorry, I messed that up. Sorry. Um, anyway, they must control their environment and they have problems with their temper. So the eights, I was trying to find like different people that are celebrities that are type eights. And the only one that I remember at this point, cause it's been a long ass day. It's been a long year is Donald Trump. So they are the managers, they are the executives, they are the, they, they're go-getters and I respect that about them, but they don't want to talk about emotion. They just want you to do their job. So that's something that they actually, they struggle with feelings. They're not the feel types. And, uh, so that's, that's another reason why I butt heads with AIDS. Cause I like talking about feelings all the time. As John knows, we talk about them probably more than he wants to all the time. Not true. You know, I'm always here to talk about feelings. I was like dragging that last statement out, waiting for you to come on and be like, no, no, no. I was no, like, no. should I just let her sit there and waller in this? It was going to be dead silence. Like, <laughs> <laughs> please tell me. You can always talk about anything to me. Oh my gosh. Thank you. And I record them all. So those are going to be on the bonus episodes of this <laughs> oh season's podcast. <laughs> Oh, no. Yeah. No, that would be the actual shit show. They don't want to hear that. It's me complaining about everything. So like, and that's the thing that I complain about other people. Like, you know, if you don't like something, change it. And then here I am complaining about stuff. Hey, whoa. I mean, I give incredible relationship advice, but when it comes to me, I'm the, I'm like seven years old trying to figure out why I shouldn't have 12 girlfriends. I give the best advice to you. And then I look at my life and I'm like, why am I not following the same advice that I give people? I give incre- Dr. Phil type. Dr. Phyllis. Yeah, Dr. That's Phyllis. That's me. <laughs> That's me, guys. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm qualified. Anyway, so type eights at their best. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm going to take a drink of my truly. I'm still waiting for them to sponsor me. I think they really should. Maybe not the mm. fact that uh, you drool it all over yourself. A transparency uh, moment. Transparency moment. That wouldn't have been a good commercial ad. That was ugly. Mm, truly so <laughs> delicious. So good. I poured all over myself. 
Um, so I just got my lips done like two weeks ago. So they look like, like fish lips. And so I can't hold liquid in at no point. So like even going on dates is not a good idea for me right now. Cause I can't even drink at the dinner table. Straw. I can't, I put too much Botox in them. I can't, this sounds so dirty. I can't wrap them around the straw. <laughs> It sounds like a really bad problem to have. It's a terrible problem to have. Don't do what I do. So anyways, I retract the Dr. Phyllis statement. Don't take advice from me. Actually, no, you can take advice from me. Just don't do what I do. Right. Do what I say. Do as I say, not, not what I, I do. God, I'm my dad. Ugh. Mm. Gross. Anyway, so type eights, at their best, they are self-mastering. They use their strength to improve others. They're, they are heroic and inspiring. And again, that's at their best. At their worst, they're destructive because they want you to conform to their universe. And if you don't, then they become overbearing and just not likable people. Um, their basic, that sounds so bad, but their basic fears are being harmed or controlled by others because they want to be the ones in control. And if they want to instill fear because they want you to feel inferior to them, basically, uh, their basic desire is to protect themselves and to be in control of their own destiny. And so we've talked about this. So in the Enneagram, these types or each type moves to a certain number when they're stressed and then a certain number when they're feeling secure. So for the eights, when they're stressed, they move to the type fives, which, as you know, they are the ones that they're very structured. They have their, I wake up at 6 a.m. And then at 6.15, I will drink my cup of coffee. And then at 6.30, I will, you know, take a shower. I don't know. Is it shit, shower, shave? So I don't know what the sequence is. Yeah, it's the three S's. Yeah, shit. Shit, shower, What do you do shave. first? Shit, shower. Yeah, you don't want to shower before you shit. You don't you want shit. to shit before you Ooh. shower. Yeah, Because then you got to right. shower again. You're right. So definitely, okay, so I think it should be coffee, shit, because, you know, that follows coffee. That is true. Shower, and then shave. Yeah, you can shave. Shave like and a, shower? Shave can kind of go wherever. Okay. But, you know, because if you do take a hot enough shower, the pores do open it up, and it's easier to shave. That's true. After or during shower, the shave. shower. Yeah, I don't know why we spent so much time on that, but... Anyway, type fives, that's, they, they're very structured. So whenever eights are stressed, then they go to the five to try to get more control of their life. So that makes sense. And then when eights are secure, they become twos. And if you have followed that show, that's why you should listen to all of these. The twos are the people pleasers. They are open and willing to helping others. So they're not so involved with trying to be in control and trying to make sure people know that they're powerful. They're more open to other people. So they're more open hearted and caring. And, you know, again, that's, that's whenever they are at their best. So I like to follow all of these with personal growth recommendations because I think that it's beneficial for every Enneagram type to better themselves. Like the, you can, you're never at your complete best, right? There's always ways that you can improve. So for eights, again, they are the ones that like, just, they have to be in control of their entire environment. So 
act within self-restraint. And this is going to trigger all of my eight friends. I apologize in advance. And and, in true reality, I do have some great friends and, um, you know, just acquaintances that are type eights. So I don't, um, I'm, I'm friends with some people, I promise. But for my eights, act within self-restraint. You show true power when you forbear from asserting your will with others. Your real power lies in your ability to inspire and uplift people. You are at your best when you take charge and help everyone through a crisis. Um, Another thing, learn to yield to others. Again, learn to yield to others. The desire to dominate everyone all the time is a sign that your ego is inflating. And I can relate to that a little bit, right? Like if you're, if you're trying to show your dominance all the time and you're trying to prove yourself to everybody, you're actually kind of showing that you're really weak. And sometimes the best response is to listen and maybe the best response is no response that shows incredible strength. So take that and do with it what you will. Another thing that will help you grow as an eight is to remember that the world is not against you. Let in affection. It won't make you weak. And so if you remember, I said type eights are not feel type people. They're not the feelers. So they don't want to talk about feelings and it makes them uncomfortable. So when they allow other people to show affection, it it just show it's just a sign of growth. It's just it makes you more open to again being open hearted to other people. Another thing, eights typically want to be self reliant and depend on no one. However, you depend on many people. So for example, like I said before, eights are the managers, right? So they think that they're not dependent on anybody. In fact, they think that their employees depend on them. When in reality, it's really important for type eights to understand that they are dependent on a lot of people, including their employees. And that's kind of that old age story where, you know, the CEO of the company is just as important as the janitor because the janitor is going to take the trash out. The CEO is not going to take the trash out. They're both equal value. They both do things to run the company smooth, like to, to make sure that the company runs smoothly. So for that example, type eights, it's important to understand that even though you want to portray this dominance, allow that self-awareness to come in where you do depend on your employees and understand that, yeah, you could fire somebody if they aren't meeting your standards or they don't respect you. But if you're constantly doing that, sure, they're, they're replaceable, but then you're in a state where you're always constantly trying to hire new people to fulfill this need for you. And that never allows a trusting building relationship. So long story short on that end is to make sure that you understand that you're not the best person in the world. Like there's other people that bring the same amount of value that, that you do. So again, I told you guys, this is going to be a short and sweet one. That's really all I have for type eights. Cause like I was saying before, I'm 
so excited for the Enneagram series to finish up because I have so much more to talk about. So next week, we're going to be doing type nine, which type nines, just to give you a little bit of a preview, are the people that they don't like conflict. They will do and say anything just to make sure that there's not an argument, which can be good and bad. Um, I don't know if I could ever be in a relationship with one of those. Cause I feel like I would completely dominate that relationship. And I'm, I'm like, I need a leader, but, um, but anyway, so next week we're going to talk about type nines and then we're going to wrap the series up and just talk about how everybody relates to everybody. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm probably going to be talking about type nines solely by myself again, because Type nines don't like conflict and podcasts typically are way too public for that type of person. So again, if you haven't listened to the previous episodes, please make sure you do that and make sure you listen to the wrap up of it. Um, And then after that, I really think, and I said this last week, I really think it's time to do some more dating disasters. And just to be clear, this is not a bashing type of situation. I'm not bashing any kind of male or female. This is strictly just to make dating lighthearted because as a fellow single person, it has been very eye-opening to experience some of the most entertaining opportunities of my life in dating. And I think John and I are probably going to do some I don't know, funny dating experimental situations. We got some things. For you guys? We got some things lined up. Yeah. Some ideas. Yeah. And for again, some entertainment. It's not at the expense of people. It's literally at the expense of myself, I think, for y'all's entertainment. Absolutely. So just think of it like that. So anyway, make sure you guys go to any of the podcast platforms to, well, not all of them, go on iTunes. Make sure you leave a review. And then make sure you're following on my social media because we're going to be doing a lot of interactive type questions. There's a lot of things coming at you guys, even from a professional standpoint. Uh, House of Beauty Fort Worth is going to be launching some online courses for you guys in the aesthetic industry. So if you're in the aesthetic industry, make sure you're paying attention to that. And then again, just follow along. It's at injector underscore Heather. And I will talk to you guys next week. We'll talk type nine Enneagram. Talk to you guys later. Bye.